Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Now joining the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast, we got Mr. Steven Vela, who is a star offensive lineman out of TCU 2023 NFL Draft Prospect. Obviously, it has been the ringer for Steve over the last few months. He has won a playoff game in college football. He's played a national championship game. He's <clears throat> excuse me participated in the Reese Senior Bowl. He's been in the NFL scouting combine, and now he's digging into those team meetings. So it's a uh, Clear sailing, sort of, to the end of April, to the 2023 NFL Draft. Steve, I appreciate you for uh, joining me today, man. Again, I know it's been super busy, brother, but thank you so much for joining the podcast. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. So, Steve, I, I really want to tar- harp in on a little bit of your career, of course, but talk about this magical last season, obviously, at TCU, because I know that you guys had, obviously, some ups and downs, you know, from a win-loss perspective under Coach Patterson the last couple of years, but with Coach Dex coming in, man, really feel like you guys just kind of like all the stars align this year. You know, you go to the Big 12 championship game, you make it to the national championship game. Just how magical was this final season for you, man? Especially after, you know, a couple five and seven records and ended this ending the career off, I feel like, you know, on the best note that you possibly could have thought yeah. for. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was a – first, it was an amazing experience. I mean, I, I still can't even grasp, and I tell everybody this all the time, I can't even grasp that that we still – we had that season. Um, and, you know, a lot of the guys feel the same way, but – um, man, it, it was just awesome to see just how things changed, you know, because I was here for four years prior to this year yep. and just witnessing the change that happened at TCU uh, mentally, which was a big thing for the players, um, that that can credit to why we had a good season. And it was just awesome to see, man. It was awesome to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and. I guess, Steve, my biggest question is, and this is, you know, uh, more focusing on what Coach Dykes did this year, right? Because obviously, I, I think that he's got TCU in a great place, and you guys left TCU off on obviously on a great, in a great, um, great footing, kind of moving forward. But what was it about Coach Dykes in year one that really meshed with you guys? Because I know you guys were a senior laden team. A lot. I mean, I'll get into it. You guys had nine players at the combine, so it's not like there wasn't any talent there, right? But uh, what was it about Coach Dykes that really, I guess? hit this year you know that made a lot of sense from a fit perspective yeah um so when they first brought in uh the smu staff you know we kind of had a sour taste in our mouth you know because they're somewhat of our rivals sure Uh, but you know after a while we started to see what he was about um he was very invested in us and and wanted us to be better players and and uh people and we as soon as we saw that man we all started pouring in and, and just things started changing like that and it was just You've had to be there, you know, to fully understand sure. how that season went and, and what caused, you know, everything. So, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. And I, I always fight back on some things, Steve, because some people were like, oh, Sonny Dykes, it was just the magic. And I'm like, eh, they had a lot of talent there, man. Like, I, I, I mean, I, again, I go back to nine players at the scouting combine this year, mm-hmm. right? So you guys had a senior laden team, obviously Max Duggan. And I know Kendry Miller came out as a junior, so he's not in that senior class of, of you guys. But, uh, I mean, Dylan Horton, and there's a lot of dudes, you know, Hodges Tomlinson, like a lot of guys that were obviously at the combine. Can you talk to me a little bit about 
even through maybe some trials and tribulations and some ups and downs during your career, this senior class that you guys had, I think it really withstood, you know, a lot of adversity and came out on the other side, man. I feel like that group's really special. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, we've been through a lot just as a program. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the guys that stayed, you know, there's a lot of guys that could have graduated and moved on, but they ended up staying another year. And it's just when I look back at, at a lot of stuff the program went through and just see how much we overcame, you know, it's honestly inspiring. But, um, you know, we knew that we, we went through the stuff together and that just gave us another reason to want to win. So before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple. With their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah. Well, and, and Steve, you made a little bit of a transition this year. I know you had started a couple games of guard in the past. I think you even started a game at right tackle earlier in your career, if I remember correctly, right? So, uh, so but you were a starting center the last two years and a really good one, obviously, you know, an all big, t uh, all big 12 selection. And then you make the move to guard this year. I guess my, my question overall is, I know you had um, Alan Ali, who's a good center as well, right? That was in the room. So I guess the move just made sense. But what was it like final year making that full transition to guard after playing center for the last yeah. couple of years? Yeah, man, I've always been open, you know, to the coaches putting me where they feel like I'm utilized the best. And that's just what happened. You know, I didn't feel any type of way. Um, Alon played center and he knew the offense better than I did. So uh, I just wanted to be utilized. You know, um, I saw it more as an opportunity. I mean, I didn't really play left guard. Um, so, you know, I kind of scratched that off the list. <laughs> so um, I learned a lot about myself, you know, playing left guard and just progressing through the season. So um, worked out. Man, I know you needed one start at left tackle to literally have a start at yeah. every single position in your career, yeah. which is pretty yeah. wild. But, well, well, Steve, let me ask you this, because that's actually very important, right? A lot of NFL teams, because, I mean, you're going to be a starting offensive lineman at the next level, like no doubt in my mind about that. But how much how much value is it to show off that your versatility, you know, to, to show that like, hey, I can play both guards, I can play center, I can even play right tackle in a pinch yeah. if you need me to. I've shown that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, I tried to, when I was at the senior bowl, that was one of my goals is just to show how versatile I am, not only 
with what positions I can play, but what schemes I can fit into. Um, a lot of people label me as kind of an inside zone guy, which I believe I am, but I do believe that there are other aspects of my game that are just as good. So um, just showing off that versatility is a big, big deal, um, I guess, for offensive linemen in general. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I always tell offensive linemen, man, you need a sticking point, right? And the sticking point is being able to be a swing guy inside or on the uh, an offensive tackle at least. Like, you need that type of versatility. So you have definitely shown that, man. And you actually made a perfect segue into my next question here because I talked a little bit about the college career, you know, and, and all that great stuff. But I really want to dive into the draft process. And you mentioned the Reese's Senior Bowl where you had a fantastic week, man. I really thought the interior offensive line on your side yeah. was – Fantastic. I mean, you were playing with John Michael Schmitz and Osiris Torrance and those types of dudes right on that side of the of the teams. Uh, what was that experience like overall, man? I know you said that you want to showcase that versatility as far as being able to play different positions, different schemes. But what was that overall experience like for you down in Mobile? Yeah, I mean, going in, I didn't know what to expect, as with everything in this process. But um, I feel like off, being an offensive lineman, it's like a fraternity, man. Like everywhere you go, you kind of go through the same things or you have the same situation. So it, it wasn't hard to meet new people, um, but it was nice, you know, people from different places. Uh, meet a lot of guys that you're going to see in the league, meet a lot of guys that I met at the, or saw at the Combine. So, um, but overall, you know, the practices went great. Um, playing with such a high caliber of players is, is awesome. And, and that's only what you're going to get in the NFL. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And, and how do you feel like you did just overall from a performance perspective from a day to day? Because I think people kind of hyper focus too much on day one sometimes. And I thought you had a good day one, but it's more about stacking days, you know, mm -hmm. good day after good day. How do you feel like just your overall performance was down there? I feel like I did good. I mean, if I were to grade myself B plus, A minus, um, I, I messed up. Um, a lot of people do. Uh, so that's one thing that I've, you know, kind of had to uh lock in mentally you know you're gonna mess up you're going against great players they're gonna make their money too so sure um but yeah i mean overall i feel like i did pretty well and then the next step man of course is that you went up to indianapolis for the 2023 nfl scouting combine i got the chance to get up there this year it was really cool man i felt like i was a pioneer out there steve i yeah. was the first media members to be able <laughs> to be in the stadium it was fantastic yeah. man but that is one thing personally, and I, I think back to like my time playing and stuff that like I obviously never got to experience, you know, performing at the combine. And that's been like a that was one of those like bucket list things. Like I wanted to be an indie and see that type of experience. What was that like for you firsthand, man? To, again, to be able to compete, but more than anything, I mean to experience something that I'm sure that you were thinking about for a long time. Yeah, I mean, and it's another one of those things I was saying, man. I haven't really grasped, you know, that I'm in that percentage that, you know can experience that, but uh, it was a great experience, man. Being in uh, Indy, you know, I, I've never been there, so that's an experience in itself, but just going through everything um, was awesome. Just being on the field and, and doing the workouts, you know, it wasn't really nerve wracking. It was just more of, you know, I get the chance to do this. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and going back up to Indianapolis, I know like Max Duggan was obviously at the Senior Bowl this year, but like I said, you had nine guys there, man. What was it like? Because I know there's a weird overlap with positions, so I'm sure maybe you probably didn't get a chance to meet, see everybody down there from the TCU yeah. um, Frogs, but what was it like just maybe to see a couple of your guys again, man, after being separated for a couple months yeah. here? Man, it's been awesome. Uh, it's always, you know, nice knowing that you can have someone, you know, to talk to like that, let alone nine of them there, but yeah. You know, without them, people that were uh, that were part of the team uh, that left, like Zach Evans, you know, I saw him too. Uh, there's all love there. 
um, people that I met at the Senior Bowl. So um, you don't really feel alone, you know, in this process. So that's really good. When was uh, when was the pro day? Did you already have the pro day? And mine's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you're tomorrow. Oh, I call you right before the pro day, man. I, yeah. Well, what, what, what's um, what's the emotions going to be like for you? Because we talked about some of the guys, you know, that you were playing. That's a part of the process. But you get to be back, all, you know, on campus to see some of your guys that went back to school, the coaches. Like, what that what's that going to be like for you? Yeah. So I, I've kind of already been here. I've been working out here uh, in um, as a post combine. I've been working out at TCU and just nice. coming back. Uh, everybody's with open arms, man. It's, it's like a family here. And that's, again, one of the things that we noticed uh, when we made that coaching transition. Um, so it's just awesome, you know, being able to walk around and, and say what's up to, you know, the staff members and saying what's up to the players that are playing now. Um, so it's it's really a place that I can call home. And I genuinely mean that. So, yeah. And what's the plan for the pro day? Because I know you did, I, I think you did all your testing I down did. in Andy, right? So just field field work, that great yeah. stuff? Yeah, just, just uh, field work. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing, but I'm prepared for it. <laughs> I love it, man. So, so this this off season, I know I'm skipping around a little bit, Steve, but you know, we, we mentioned obviously training, get ready for everything. But where have you been training this off season? Who have you been training with? Like, where have you kind of just been perfecting your craft? Yeah. So uh, January to combine, I was with Duke Manyweather up in nice. uh, Texas. Man, I learned a lot from him. He's a great guy. He loves the game. He loves uh, teaching, man. That's that's one great thing about him. Um, so, yeah. So, post-combine, I've been up at TCU um, just working on a lot of the things that I need to work on and, and trying to get ready for tomorrow. So, yeah. Love it, man. And uh, I know, obviously, there's going to be a lot of team meetings kind of moving forward. Um, if you can disclose, and, you know, if you can, it's no big deal, but are there some, some teams that you have meetings scheduled with or some that maybe are showing a lot of interest in you right now? Yeah. Um, uh, meeting with I have five thirty visits uh, with Pittsburgh, um, Detroit, um, Dallas, Arizona, and Washington. So that'll take up my uh, April, which is good. I, I yes. love traveling, seeing these new places. So yeah, yeah, man, you'll be all over the place a little bit. I, well, Steve, you're 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 da- you're a um, Texas guy though. Is there a uh, is there affinity to the D- Dallas Cowboys growing up, yeah. man? Uh, I mean, yeah, it would be nice. I mean, who wouldn't want to play? you know, sure. where they're from. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I always look at it as, you know, at least I'm, I'm here and, and, and this opportunity. And if I don't get picked by them, that's totally fine. I don't feel any type of way. I, I just want to be on a team. That's all. Sure. But I also, it would be cool to be in front of my family and friends. So, yeah. Well, in the family and friends aspect, I actually wanted to end the podcast on this one is that, <laughs> You're only a few weeks away now from a potential dream happening. I, I guess before I ask about the friends and what you'll be doing for draft day, just how long has this been a dream, man? Just kind of looking back on it and you know potentially playing professional football, getting drafted to the mm-hmm. NFL. Uh, I mean, as a kid, I knew it was you know something that I wanted to do, but the vision doesn't really come to you, you know, because you don't know what to expect. And even when I got to college, man, it's just things change like that. Like um, I, I hold myself to such a high standard. And it's almost unbelievable. Like, never lose a rep, never blah, 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 blah. Like, even at the beginning of this season, it was still sort of cloudy. Like, oh, I may get drafted. I don't know. But so that's just how I've been going through this whole process. But, you know, to say that it's coming closer and closer to becoming true is is actually crazy. So, yeah. And then my last question is obviously the support system. I'm sure that you have a great family, great friends. You already mentioned them a little bit, but just kind of living this, well, not living this, let's, let's rephrase this a little bit better. 
being able to experience this with them, for them to be by your side through everything and, you know, to really, you know, get to that next level, right? And to be able to help push you there. Just how much has your support system meant to you? And just kind of looking forward to draft day, man. Where will you be, you know, taking in the event and, you know, enjoying it with the time with the people you love? Yeah. So, I mean, my I have a lot of support system, man. I, I love meeting people. Um, I always hold my relationship super close and I plan on having everybody, you know, that, that helped me um, get to where I'm at, at at my draft day party. So um, I'm actually it's funny because, you know, how I said I called TCU home. That's where I'm having a draft party. Nice. So to a lot of people about that. So I'm glad that's happened. One of the first TCU players to ever do it. So yeah, that would be. Oh, that's dope, man. So you're going to have the players there and everything too. So yeah. like we're teammates. That's awesome, man. Oh, sure. Steve, I'm, I'm, hey, man, seriously though, brother, I, I really appreciate your time today. That's fantastic. I'll be rooting for you for draft day, man. And then, you know, sure. many years after that. But mm-hmm. best of luck on the rest of the process and enjoy the rest of the time, man. I know it's surreal. I know it's busy, but thank you so much for joining the show today. No problem, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.